Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. So the intelligence agencies are, what, piggybacking on the criminal enterprise? Increasingly, you cannot tell which is which when it comes to the criminal and the intelligence agencies. So one day, the same crook may be doing something purely to make a buck. But that same crook may be directed by a trained intelligence operative using the same tools and techniques to steal information from them for the goals of the state. Why? would the government rely on crooks? They could do their own intelligence. By relying uh, increasingly on criminals and the tools that they use, they make it really difficult to figure out who did it. They want to hide their tracks. That's from 60 Minutes Sunday night. They're talking about Russia. It would seem that Putin uh, gets the best cyber criminals that they've got in Russia, and Russia has all the best cyber criminals. And he co-opts them into the government. Mm. And and it's now, as they pointed out in the 60 Minutes, the government of Russia is more or less a cyber criminal syndicate thing. Mm-hmm. That's just what the government is. It's a country run by a cyber criminal group. Yeah, interesting. That uh, Leslie Stahl, with the, the typical dumb cur- person's question that she asks, I mean... The answer to that is obvious. You, you find the best. You want to get into a safe, you hire a safe cracker. Yeah. You want to find a hacker, you need, you need to do some hacking, you get a hacker. Um, but the fact that that's not just an occasional... I mean, when she talks about... Because you saw the story, I didn't. I was cavorting in the mountains. But, um, but Putin's not employing them to do like legitimate, regular, statecrafty stuff that most countries do. He's actually, like, stealing money out of people's accounts Both. and stuff? Both. Right, okay. All kinds of stuff. So this guy, I think his name was Lucky12345. The FBI had been looking for him for 10 years. Good name, bad password. 10 years they've been finding, trying to find this guy, and he had, he had swiped hundreds of millions of dollars hmm. from bank accounts and governments and businesses all around the world, this guy. He's maybe the best ever. These people should become, well, if these people should become well-known at all. I mean, if if we're going to know about people like Jesse James or whatever criminals that have ever existed throughout history, this guy, his name should be right up there toward the top. He might be the greatest thief in the history of the planet. They, Probably is. This one guy. The one, somebody from this piece said they literally stopped counting how much money he's stolen just because it, it got to a, well, okay, he's got as much money as you could possibly count. Yeah. Now let's try to figure out other ways to stop this and guy. And he was hiding, and then nobody knew where he was. Turned out he was in some resort town uh, in, in Russia with a yacht and a hot young wife and living the life you might picture for a guy like that. Um, and, and he had this way of infecting computers all over the world and running his system through all those computers, so there was just no way you could you could track him down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really something. But at some point, 
he got in bed with Putin and why that is, you know, who knows? Does Putin threaten him or does he just decide there's more money in that or he's a patriot or whatever? But anyway, at some point he started turning his attention toward things like uh, like our defense department, trying to hack into that or attacking Ukraine right before Russia invaded. Mm-hmm. I mean, he started using his talents for that sort of thing. Something tells me if you're a big wheel in Russia, you do it uh, with Putin's uh, blessings and he gets a cut or you you end up with a bullet in you or a belly full of polonium six or whatever that stuff was. Sounds like one of those groups Prince put together in the 80s. (laughs) Polonium six. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Anyway, where were we? So, yeah, wow. So you you got Russia, which has the second biggest nuclear arsenal on the planet and... There's really no point in keeping track. After you get to a certain point, you like have the to, money thing, right? Yeah, you have enough to obliterate the world. Anything after that is, I don't even know what it's it is. It's gravy. Yep. Uh, and they're just a criminal syndicate, a cyber syndicate that just bent on taking over the world and stealing money. Putin's still considered by many the world's richest man, right? He's got to be. Right. If this guy had hundreds of millions of dollars, Putin's got to have billions, because Putin has th- that sort of stuff going for him, and oil revenue that he steals and everything else. Oh, yeah. Just countries countries that he takes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got a cut of everything. Absolutely. Or you don't exist, or li- you don't either live or do business. Right. If he doesn't right. get a cut of it. One of the things that jumped out to me the most about this 60 Minutes piece, a big old dose of Apollonia. And it's, it's consistent <laughs> with all these stories that I read, is just how the people trying to stop the cyber crimes are always playing catch up. Oh yeah, just yeah. always and, playing. And it's not even close. But yeah, we need to we need to hack into their thing to figure out how they did it, so then we could stop. Right? It's just this weird kind of. Yeah, it's way beyond. We need to come up with a better safe, a better way to make a lock because they figured out how to pick it. Mm-hmm. We're getting money stolen from our bank, and we don't even know where how they're getting it. Right. We don't yeah. know to replace the safe. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's and we're, it would seem that the FBI and Microsoft and everybody is just so far behind the the really good criminals. Yeah. Hey, another cyber story that crossed my uh, eyeballs over the weekend. Really interesting. You remember the same guys? They call themselves the shadow brokers. I guess they hacked into the NSA and released a bunch of NSA information and the NSA's hacking tools onto right, the web. Right. It was considered the most damaging release in American history, et cetera, et cetera. Well, these guys evidently they're they are, excuse me, what they claim to be, which is just, you know, messers with power. If they perceive anybody as being an evildoer, they'll screw with them. Because now they've gone after Iran. Good. Yeah, they're going after Iran's hacking and, and their cyber program and their military and the rest of it. So that's, I thought that was interesting. Uh, they say, quote, we're exposing here the cyber tools that the ruthless Iranian Ministry of Intelligence has been using against Iran's neighboring countries, including names of the cruel managers and information about the activities and goals of these cyber attacks. We hope that other Iranian citizens will act for exposing this regime's real ugly face. Huh. So the second story on 60 Minutes Sunday night, and this is one of the reasons 60 Minutes is so great, Um is the number one news show and often is really great like it was Sunday night, is they're taking on stuff that actually matters. Mm. After a whole weekend of seeing crap news that doesn't matter to you and you won't even remember. Endless discussions of Trump and obstruction. These cyber criminals and that whole world is a problem we're going to be dealing with for for the foreseeable future. All of us. And worried about money being disappearing from our account. And the second story, which was horrifying, that we've been talking about for years, you've been bringing up over and over again, is how 
various infections have become resistant to drugs. Oh yeah. And the and the and the wonders <clears throat> of antibiotics have that which have been one of the greatest things that have ever happened to human beings. Hundreds of millions of lives saved since antibiotics were invented. Most of them don't work anymore on a whole bunch of these various uh, infections. Well, and scarier still, hundreds of millions of people are, in effect, working as hard as they can to make these bugs immortal, unbeatable, by abusing antibiotics and other drugs. He did Using it, them exactly wrong. They had an experiment on the 60 Minutes. They showed this doctor where he had a, a bacteria or a uh, an infection in a big tub of water or whatever, and then he... Um, he starts giving it various dose, doses of Cipro, one of your popular oh, yeah. antibiotics. A heavyweight. I and, remember during the anthrax scare, that was one of the go-tos. And within 12 days, this infection bacteria had morphed to where it was resistant to Cipro, which is one of your super powerful. So he threw the pan of water out the window and said, ain't that something? <laughs> Just showing how quickly these things can adjust and become resistant to uh, antibiotics if we overuse them. And the doctor was pointing out, not only are tens of millions of babies going to die from things that they used to die from but haven't for a long time, Yeah. Um, all kinds of things we won't be able to do anymore, like your hip replacement, like a liver transplant, like all kinds of things that we do that, oh require, that require giving a whole bunch of antibiotics. You just can't do them anymore because there's no way to stop an infection. Right. Right. By the way, a point of order, it was a hip customization, not replacement. Your hip was fine. You just wanted a cooler one. Right, right. Cool kind of bionic is what you are. You're basically the bionic man. It's like getting your truck jacked up, basically. Kind of very similar. Yeah, yeah. The grill guard and the rest of it. Uh, wow, that is uh, that is such an excellent point. It's not just, you know, disease. It's preventing surgery. Because that's the one thing. Oh, man, I hadn't had serious surgery in forever. Um, they are so serious about prevent, preventing infection these days. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, that's uh, it must just be uh, we're, we're smarter, we're more rigorous, uh, we understand infections. And, but, no, it's, it's, that's one side of the coin. But the other one is these super, because I've heard about the MRSA. Never, did they talk about the MRSA? Um, methicillin-resistant uh, streptococcus aureus, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, those things are ooching around now. Seriously, what did I do with the pan of water when it was done? Did I set it on fire? He drank it. <laughs> the, the ice cubes. So it was cool and relaxing. It's beautiful. No, but that, that could be, that honestly could be the story of humanity. I mean, that could be the most important story of human beings on the planet, is that story. Is we're going to go backwards on the whole antibiotics thing. We had a good run there for 80 years or however long antibiotics have been around. And, but now we're back to your, your, Jesus, you know, your kid gets something minor and dies from it. A scrape on the playground. Yeah. You think helicopter parents are an issue now? Wait till you can't cure an infection. Yikes, we're freaking people out here. Um, well, it, it, it's worth being freaked out about. And we can't do anything in the United States. It's like the, it's like the climate change thing. Right. We could work as hard as we want and be as careful as we want about not overusing antibiotics or using for things you shouldn't. And we doesn't matter. probably should. If China and India is doing it, then it doesn't matter. Well, and, and Africa, too. There's uh, some coverage over the... Uh, well, we talked about this, I guess, about a week ago, that you've got enormous countries with tens of millions of people where they all use antibiotics exactly how you shouldn't. They use them for a couple of days till they feel a little better, which then gives the bacteria a perfect chance to adapt and, more, and mutate and become resistant to that, uh, that uh, drug. 
And then, you know, they, they do what they do in the street, and then people catch that super-resistant bug, and then super-empower it by doing the same thing the next week. So, yikes. You know, in the, in the West, in the richer parts of the country, are people who have money. I think they'll probably be able to design operating rooms that are like a super, you know, I'm picturing guys in hazmat suits with the big white suits and walking with your hands in the air and super filtration systems, but that'll be enormously expensive. Oh, yeah. And so the average person, right, that has the, you know, heart problem or whatever. Yikes. This is from that album you were talking about, right? This Prince song? Not nuclear war, but deceived. Wow. Um, speaking of cyber stuff, got the top ten passwords for you that are all terrible if you're trying to keep your privacy uh, secret from criminals. Password 321, that's mine. Because 123 is played. I'm one step ahead. Famous actress announces her child is transgender. At what age and uh, what's the background on it? Kind of interesting. Coming oh up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yesterday I got to take my son to school, which I don't usually get to do, because I got this year job, and we had the day off yesterday. Um, but so he wanted to, I told him the next time I, I was off on a day he had school, that he could uh, ride his bike to school. I would take him into town, because we live out in the country. Oh, yeah. Drop him off and he could ride his bike. But he's back into skateboarding, hardcore. So I dropped him off and he skateboarded to school, and he was so happy. Oh, wow. I've never seen him so happy as I looked in my rearview mirror, and he had his backpack on, and he was skateboarding down the sidewalk. He didn't doff his shirt, did he? He wasn't shirtless skateboarding guy. The other day at the skateboard park, he and his buddy took their shirts off. Had to, because all the uh, the bigger kids had their shirts off. Sure. That's what you got to do. All right. All right. Yeah, what do I know? That's good stuff, though. God, there was a guy at the skateboard park. This guy must have been 30 or something. He was doing stuff I just can't even imagine. I know. You want to see it in slow-mo. How do you do it the first time? That's what I don't get. Right. And and if and if you did it wrong, so how do you put this out of your mind? If you did it wrong, you're going to die. <laughs> or at the very least, get serious broken bones. Right. Anyway. Um, Charlize Theron. Do you know who she is? Actress. Ah, yeah. Tall, rangy. Insanely beautiful, but won an Oscar for uh, gaining a bunch of weight and ugling herself up to play that serial killer woman. Right. She announced that her seven-year-old child, Jackson, is transgender over the weekend. Uh, born, a, I don't know, I, I never know the proper terminology on this. I'm not trying to be insensitive or not politically correct. So that physically, well, your brain's part of your physiology. Yes, I think we're getting a little hung up here. Chromosomally? A kid was born with a penis! Does that narrow it down? So it's a boy. Uh, and uh, at seven, they've declared that um, Jackson is a girl. She said at age three, her son looked at her and said, I am not a boy. And so they've been operating under the assumption that uh, she is a girl since then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, three, man, that's young. 
Three-year-olds say all kinds of wacky things. Uh, yeah, and go through all sorts of wacky phases, certainly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And you got to yeah, wonder in the circle Charlize Theron runs in if you know, there was ex- the whole idea was exposed to her at some point. To the kid? To the kid, yeah. Right. And or the, I mean, that's, if you're going to virtue signal, coming out that my first grader, second grader is transgender, and I'm proud of it. I mean, that's, that's, you get the big trophy for that. You know, she might be sincere. I, I have no idea. I have no idea at all. You know, I, I was reading about an aspect of this recently that, and, and I totally get it, um, People who are quirky, alienated, unhappy, have issues, um, struggle with various, uh, you know, conditions or or whatever. Um, Your classic uh, neuroses, as we used to call them. And, And they're not happy. And, and I feel for people like that. It's, 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 it's rough. You know, some people are born a little crazy. Some people are born a lot crazy. They don't ask for it. But they see that, what we're talking about, as the key to unlock the door to happiness. Wait a minute. I'm unhappy and prone to anxiety and depression and, and whatever, not because I'll always have to live with this and it's just the way I'm made. It's because I'm actually uh, this trapped in a that body or whatever. That's why I'm unhappy. And so they declare otherwise and then find down the road that, oh, no, I identify as a woman now and I'm every bit as unhappy because that's just the way I'm made. And uh, there's a piece in all places in the New York Times um, about people who get the operations and all and then realize, oh, that didn't solve my problems. Oh, and it's, it's heartbreaking, really. Oh, my God. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, ISIS now taking claims or claiming responsibility for the Sri Lanka bombings. It looks like ISIS. And we've got more on the report about the Clinton Lewinsky sex tape coming up. Whoa! What? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, ISIS now claiming to have identified the attackers who carried out the Sri Lanka Easter suicide bombings. So they can be praised in their home villages? Yep. After asserting earlier, it was indeed responsible for the assault that killed over 320 people. It sure looks like ISIS. So they got a hold of this unknown minor terrorist group and said, here's what you ought to do, and found willing suicide bombers to participate? Somehow this group was so small time to call them terrorists is even over the top. They just, like, defaced statues and such. Somehow got them the explosives or taught them how to make them? ISIS played that big a role in it? ISIS putting out a a fuller statement uh, today where each attacker was allegedly, uh, telling where each attacker was allegedly deployed. Now, the group has lost all the territory it once held in Iraq and Syria and has made a series of unsupported claims of responsibility. So they are really going out of their way to say, no, it really was us and we can prove it. It's super important for fundraising in the uh, jihadi world 
you've got to be the or one of the couple of movers and shakers that's actually getting stuff done, or the money dries up from Iran and 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 from deep within our buddies Saudi Arabia and which, wherever else. Right. Which could be a reason why you'd claim something even if it weren't true. Right, exactly. But... This really looks like ISIS. This is one of the most successful terrorist attacks in modern history. Right. And it's unlikely this group was able to, just out of nowhere, pull this off. So they had a lot of info about this in the in the government there right. in Sri Lanka. But the president and the prime minister have been feuding for months. And the president excluded the prime minister from this information that they'd gotten about this group. And they'd gotten information that the group wanted to do this sort of thing, that they had explosives. Here's where they live. Here's the name of the guy running it. Here's his cell phone number. Here's his daily uh, pattern. This is where he'll be at night. This is where he is in the morning if you want to tail him. But somehow that information didn't get to the prime minister in his whole wing. Whether or not that would have made any difference, nobody knows, but it certainly didn't help anything. Right. I don't know if Sri Lanka is the sort of place where they execute government officials for this sort of thing, but I, I hope it is. It Immediately when the bombings happened, the, the government officials, the security agencies, now, oh, damn it, it's those guys. And they went straight to their house oh, and man. got into a firefight in which several officers were killed. I mean, it was a full-on gun battle. Uh, but they, they went right to their homes. They right. knew exactly where they were. Wow. Um, yesterday, they found 87 bombs at a bus station. So the country's still on edge as mm-hmm. of last night when this was written. 87? Yeah. As of last night when this was written in the New York Times, the the whole country still had a dust-to-dawn curfew. Schools were all closed. Shops were all closed. Almost no traffic on the roads. They're still in that state as of today. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, a bomb went off the next day, right? Yep. Monday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, but that, that that whole intelligence thing is so difficult, and it's easy to point fingers and blame. Now, if you got the prime minister and president not speaking, that's, that's not good. But, you know, after 9-11, and there were various attempts to say Bush knew or Condoleezza Rice knew or whoever knew, you get so many dang tips about so many different people. And then what's your action? You, you know, I don't know what their laws are in Sri Lanka, but in the United States, you can't just because you think they might go in and arrest them and round them up all the time. Well, if they're engaged in a conspiracy, you can, but you know, sometimes you wait and see to get more proof, and right. you wait too long. But but it reminds me right. of when uh, when 9-11 happened, mm-hmm. and Tennant, the CIA director at the time, immediately thought, I sure it doesn't ho- hope it doesn't have anything to do with those guys that were taking flight lessons, because he knew about the Muslims from a bad country that were taking flight lessons. Mm-hmm. First thing that popped into his head. So the information's often out there. It's just, well, it's the connecting the dots. Right. Although it sounds like they had a hell of a lot of dots in Sri Lanka. On an entirely different matter, redacted, the Washington Examiner is saying the Mueller report contains a claim Russia taped Bill Clinton having phone sex with Monica Lewinsky back Whoa. in the day. Last from the past, throwback Thursday. This is, <laughs> this is the first we've ever even heard of phone sex between them, isn't it? Yeah. Well, kind of, sort of. They had some pretty hot, steamy conversations. I remember that. But I, 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 there was no existence of the tape uh, for uh, broadcast. Nobody knew that. I just assumed it had happened. I didn't have the, the confirmation. I, this is the nature of... Of, of relationships of, of the day. young love. Yes. yes. Even, <laughs> even if you're the president of the United States and you know that there is the president all... of people? The president's of people, right? <laughs> the, Don't worry, baby. This is a secure line. What are you wearing? <laughs> if you're a president, you just have to assume there's somebody listening to your phone calls, I think, at this point anyway. 
Maybe not back in 1996, whenever he was having phone sex with his uh, his intern. The uh, wow, horse of a woman. What, what, that's unfair. Why I, we had a reporter who worked with her who just who described her that way, and it, it it was I shouldn't. I apologize. Why would the Russians sit on a phone on a on a tape of phone sex between a president and someone? Why why wouldn't they have used that for something? Maybe they did. We'll have to go over every aspect of Clinton's foreign policy during those years. Right. <laughs> Maybe they did get him to back off on something. <laughs> Maybe they read the JFK books and like, ah, this isn't anything. <laughs> right. Maybe they called him and said, look, I'm going to be running a foundation in a few years, and I'll be taking money from everybody and doing their bidding. So get in line. <laughs> the examiner going on to say the reference to the 1990s Clinton intercept was redacted to, quote, protect personal privacy. But the examiner sources say the context around the redacted material makes clear what indeed was blacked out. Uh, while, while we're on this topic, yes. um, New York Times with a long article about how the Trump-Cohen relationship went south that I found pretty interesting. Very long, but it seems like Trump and Giuliani could have kept Cohen in the fold with just a little bit of love. He was really looking for some respect and love and just never got it. And uh, the Giuliani-Trump side, they say, well, we couldn't because everybody was, you know, gonna would, would take that as influencing a witness or... Uh, but he just he just wanted some... He wanted some hint that I'm still part of the deal, right? I'm going to get taken right. care of or my right. family or whatever. We're together, right? And he just was getting no response and finally finally chickened out and thought his only hope for him and his family was to was to go against him. He was actually on the top of a building considering jumping at one point. Wow. I just thought, you know, I think I could find a guy who could find a guy to deliver a message. I think that you know, that wouldn't be that hard to do. They but. found who, on the Trump side, you mean? Yeah. Because Cohen found a guy to found find a guy to deliver a message to them. Right. It oh. just never got any response. Right. They, he was getting no response about his legal bills, about a pardon, about anything. And hell hath no wrath like a half wit mobbed up fixer scorn. So that then, Cohen didn't go chicken. That Cohen went Cohen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so, um, one of his lawyers decided this guy's just a nutcase. Cohen, right, and then Cohen hired Lanny Davis, Clinton's old lawyer, mm. and that's when he had turned. But he he came into the meeting and he said, "I was just just up on top of the building, considering jumping." To give you an idea where I am on this whole thing. Wow, wow. He had one point seven million dollars in legal bills at that point, and Trump had been taking care of his legal bills most yeah. of his career, right. and then just all of a sudden that dried up. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. If you get pulled into this, it's not funny. It's it's bizarre. You get pulled into any of these scandals in D.C. And granted, Cohen was in it up to his ears. I mean, he's not an innocent bystander. No, but, he's been a crook his whole life, it would appear. But if you just, you're somebody's assistant or whatever, and you get called in to testify and your name gets known, it could cost you your house. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal bills. Even if you didn't do anything. Oh, you didn't do anything at all. You're kind of a nobody. You just happen to be in a meeting, whatever. Uh, I just wonder whether, should there be some group out there advising these people to say, look, say you don't know or you don't remember. Don't hire a lawyer at all. Just be clueless. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I don't remember. 
You wrote a memo saying, I don't remember that. <laughs> right. Save yourself a, you know, a couple hundred Gs. Where do you live? No idea. It's down I the way. No I don't know how to get there. Over at the Glen. I got yeah. an email address. They never give my address. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. If, if Cohen had jumped, imagine what that would have done to this story. Oh. There'd be all kinds of speculation, Vince Foster type of stuff. Oh, yeah. Trump guy threw him off the building. Here in the video, you see this man entering the building. Yeah. Look, in the, back into the left. Back into the left. Right. <laughs> right. He doesn't come out for 12 whole minutes. 12 minutes. Now, there's a 14-story building. Right. It'd go on and on. <laughs> that would have been exciting. Glad he did. What's his second act? Prisoner. Well, well, okay. What's his third act? Probationer? (laughs) Celebrity making the rounds? Oh, boy. You can see him on a celebrity Big Brother or something. You'll try to get him to host a TV talk show for two weeks. (laughs) Uh, It'll be some, like, TV judge show. Oh, man. (laughs) Judge Michael Cohen. That's great. Hilarious. So you didn't pay the rent to him. Why didn't you pay him the rent? No! You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. has won the presidential election in Ukraine. This is big. Someone in my profession finally became president of a country. Right. That's fantastic. That's right. He's the president of Ukraine is a, is a comedian. Uh, he has already sold his inaugural address as a one-hour Netflix special. That is a true story. <laughs> so there's another democracy in the world where the people of that democracy feel like, you know what, this just ain't working. Let's do something crazy. Right. And hire the businessman game show host, Trump, or the uh, the little young guy with the ancient wife, Macron, in France, <laughs> or a comedian in Ukraine, or a variety of people around the world. Yeah. Yep. It, it, We're some... through with politicians. They, I... they do not... I mean, it's obvious to say they lie. They do not represent what they claim to represent. Or, or, or we're through with the parties. It might just be we're not going to vote for anybody that's part of those parties, because that's happened a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more or less happened with Trump, even though Iran is a Republican. Um, there were very few Republicans that were into him until they thought maybe he could win. Uh, so maybe that's it. I don't know, because, you know, in France, Macron, he wasn't part of either of the two parties that have dominated their politics right, for the just... past... Ever. Right, he just made up a new one. Yeah, I got a party. I'm calling it the party party. I Who's need, in? I need to know what sort of comedy we're talking about here. Is he doing observation? What's the deal with? Is he doing like prop stuff? Has he got a, a, a case full of stuff like he's carrot top? Is he doing insult things? Is he Don Rickles over there? Hey, look at you, Congress. You, you call that a face? Hey, lose some weight. So, uh, as a friend, I'm telling you, lose some weight. Uh, so, oddly enough, in a wrinkle that I'm sure has the attention of... Kevin James and Harrison Ford and a hundred other guys. Uh, 
This guy was in a uh, comedy about a teacher who just becomes the president of Ukraine. <laughs> and people liked the cut of his jib on the show. And he said, all right, I'll run for real. And they said, we want you. And he won 74 to 23%. Oh, it wasn't even close. Oh, he murdered the uh, the current guy. Old, what's his name? Poroshenko? So is it more like if Alec Baldwin won or if Julia Louis-Dreyfus won? Was he doing <laughs> Julia like, Louis-Dreyfus. Okay, so he's doing like a parody well, I, of The Office. I don't office. speak Ukrainian. I don't know. I've seen clips, but, it, you know, it's, well, it's a comedian. to me. Right. As right. opposed to somebody doing like an impression of the right. guy who was already there. Much more Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> the most hilarious, morally bankrupt, awful character in the history of... I mean... I gotta watch some of that. Uh, Ukraine, second uh, poorest country in Europe, by the way, Jack. Moldova, the the poorest country in Europe. Molva, speaking mm-hmm. of Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a couple of Supreme Court notes for you. The uh. Supreme Court... Decided yesterday to take up on a, another gay issue, and this is whether um, job discrimination laws apply to sexual orientation and gender identity. Ah, yes. Currently, you can't uh, discriminate against somebody because of uh, their gender or age. Is there anything else? Race. Religion. Race, race obviously. Religion. Obviously race. Obviously race. Well, yeah, there's a list of protected groups, sure. But will they uh, add in gender identity? Handicapped. Did you say that? And I thought sexual orientation always was, but already was, but it's not. Anyway, and then the other Supreme Court thing is um, today they're hearing arguments over whether or not the census can ask if you're a citizen. Yeah, I'm and excited they, about that one. And they were told, and you got to figure this out soon because we got to send the whole census to the printer. So you got like five weeks to figure this out, mm. which doesn't usually happen. So those will be fun to watch. We've got a new poll that's out. If you want stupid, it's a national poll 600 days away from the election. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, is quick, get to the results. National polls are pointless anyway. But does anyway, it, Does it show that Beto's over? That's all I care about. Uh, that's, I'm a one-issue man. That's Beto has lost his mojo and is it's going away. There's no doubt about that. It's a Monmouth poll, and their last one had Beto at six, and he's now at four. Beto losing a third of his support. Percentage points, is, not rankings. Which is within the margin of error, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. And 600 days out, the whole damn thing is a margin of error. <laughs> Biden's at top at 27. Yes. He's going to get in tomorrow officially. It continues to be a question. Is this his high mark? Does he go down from here? Yes, it is. <laughs> now, he'll get a little uh, announcement bump. So no no movement in the, at the very top. Biden and Bernie, one and two. But Although but, Bernie's down 5%. In third place, Buttigieg, who has gone from less than 1%, which means you didn't register, to in third place at 8%. So that's Ooh. something. I see Kamala is down but still hanging and in as they so, continue to analyze a ridiculous well, poll. But uh, I get it. Oh, Liz Warren but, is plunging, too. She's You can feel it. She's, she's dead. But the only reason I really wanted to mention this was Buttigieg went from nothing. He didn't exist in this poll to third place. There's a new guy that got in over the weekend. I don't even remember his name. Not um, Swalwell? No, not Swalwell. Another new guy that yeah, got the, in over the, the weekend. Yeah, the dope from uh, Massachusetts. Why is he a dope? Hey, he's just, he's, he's, come on, please. 
I don't know anything about Nobody's him. Ever heard I can't of call this him guy. a dope. Well, see He's that. That's my point. He's a dope. That's my point. I saw Here Kelly. Dope. <laughs> I saw Kellyanne Conway ask about him for some reason over the weekend. She said, "Who now?" Right. The, the whole idea of I haven't heard of the person, so they can't be president, is as stupid as anything could be. Molten is that the guy's name? It might be. But how stupid is it? Well, I've never heard of him. <laughs> oh, so we only want people we've heard of because right. that's going so well. Yes. The only going with people that we've heard of. Yes. Baldwin. So I'm happy to see. It. <laughs> And I can see why other people are... Somebody says, you know, I'm a congressman. i got a pretty good personality. i got yeah. some ideas. Why not? Mayor Pete went from nobody to the national darling mm. in like a month. Why not me? Sure. So I think that's good. Although I think both parties are at some point going to have to figure out, do we just let... Do we take everybody who runs as seriously? I mean, we give everybody the same weight when they announce. I would say 600 days out or whatever we are. As it, as it gets more and more evident that's that a certain number of people get in to get a tv show or a book deal right or just to get more name recognition in their own district for that mm, matter yeah so and, when they become a lobbyist you know they'll get a higher paycheck right yeah I, yeah that'll be fun to see develop i mean especially given the fact there is no way the the zeitgeist the the winds that gave us Trump, Macron, this Ukrainian character. A comedian got elected uh, head of the Italian government. Remember that? Right. Um, there is no way that that wave is crested. It's it's absolutely growing. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see the parties deal with it. I, I, I would like to see both of the major political parties in America go away. I'd like to see them go away tomorrow, and we start from scratch and form up uh, two, three, four of them that are worth a dang. I'm reading over this guy's kind of announcement. He seems like he was created by a Democratic random candidate generator. <laughs> Swalwell! Swalwell! <laughs> like in, his, in his video, decades of division and corruption have broken our democracy and robbed Americans of their voice. Okay, any Democratic yes! candidate says that. Yes, my voice was robbed! While our, <laughs> while our country marches forward, Washington is anchored in the past. Any yeah. one of the candidates right. has already said sure. that in a exactly. number of different ways. Exactly. Right. Well, he might as well. Um, at some point, I wanted to talk about this. Sri Lanka shut down social media after the horrifying bombings, the blowing up all the uh, Christians on, on Easter. They shut down social media. and the tech... Are they taking immigrants at this point? I'd like to move somewhere with no social media yeah, immediately. No and, and this is what's interesting. The tech journalist for the New York Times said, I can't believe I of all people am saying this, but that was a good idea because social media is evil. Mm. And that's a long thing about how bad it's been for mankind. Wow. It's really good. Uh-oh. Maybe at some point we'll delve into that. Oh, man. You're a Swalwell guy, I realize. Right. What's Swalwell's position on social media? <laughs> so i got to go back to his website. I've read all of his position papers. Hickenlooper's at 1%. But he's growing from one to two. Even, even after saying he had watched porn with his mom? Booker's down, Beto's down, Warren's down. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.